Good morning. We ask this question, where does conflict come from? James will tell us here in James 4, verse 1 to 3, where does conflict come from? Let me read our text for today. Good morning to each one of you. Welcome to God's Word for today, devotional. Let me read James 4, 1 to 3 in our English Standard Version. What causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. In today's world, we hear of anger management. It is a skill popularized by experts today as a solution in solving tensions in relationships. While their purpose is noble, most has just solved the symptoms and not addressed the root cause or the source of anger in quarrels and tensions of life. As long as we embrace the world's idea of success in this life, there is always fire among us because there is no wisdom and there's no solution apart from what God has said in his word. What is success according to the world? It is defined this way. That whether we get what we want out of life at all costs. The idea of success for an average person is if I am able to get what I want. It is driven by envy to say, I want what you have. And it's driven also by selfish ambition to say, I will do whatever it takes to get it. This is the rat race that we say today in the world. And the people who pursue this will always end up like rats, are they not? The problem is rooted in their desires, that, that there is that conflicting desires in the hearts of people the word that is inside a person's heart. These strong, selfish, or fleshly desires would tell us to fight, to scratch, and even to hurt others, if that is what it takes to get what we want. James rebuked these people who had this wrong motivation and wrong attitude by saying, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. So, in other words, James was saying that what the world is fighting about, what the world is trying to, to, to compete about, it's just for the asking for those who are believers, those who are children of the Lord. Because we can pray. Jesus said in the Gospels, particularly in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 32, and mark this, this is very important. If we are related to God because he's our father, because we have trusted him, this is very important. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 to 32, he said, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly father knows that you need them all. What the Gentiles seek about, it's what we wear, what we eat, what we are proud about. 
isn't it that the world is pursuing all these things? The fads, the fashions, the kind of lifestyle, pleasures, and anything that you can think of about living a luxurious life. That's what most people in this world want. But the Lord said to us here, don't be like them. The Gentiles seek after this, but your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. We don't need to worry because God knows. God, our Father in heaven, knows that we need all these things. God knows our need, and he will supply our need, not our wants. These blessings are gifts from God the Father. We neither have to manipulate nor coerce others. As Jesus said, seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. This is the key of the life that is contented and his needs are met by the Lord if he seek God, his kingdom, and his righteousness first. Because he said, all these things will be added unto you. Unto you. All the need, the needs that you have, all the things that you really need in life, essentials, he will give it to you. However, these people, these people that James were talking about, refused to trust him to provide what they needed. They refused to just simply pray and ask about, about these things from God for what they decide. Why? Because maybe in the back of their minds, God must, might say no after all, and they don't want it. They would take no as an answer. They would always argue that what they want, they must have it. They will not take any other answer from the Lord. That's why they refuse to depend upon the Lord in prayer. So we ask this question, who really determines what is the best for you and for me? Is it us or is it the Lord? As somebody said, God will give the best to someone else who will allow God to decide for what would be best for us. If we allow God to decide what is best for us, then we can have the best because God could not be mistaken. He would not fail because he's perfect. He only will give us the best. So these people have evil hearts and their evil hearts are revealed by their willingness to hurt others just to get things for themselves. That's why they are warring. They are in conflict with one another. So what does this mean to us today? What is the warning for us today? The warning is, let's not be careless of our hearts because out of it are the issues of life. So what we need to do is to delight in the Lord. The psalmist in Psalm 37 verse 4 had exhorted us to delight ourselves in the Lord. Why? Because he will give us the desires of our heart. That is, God would change our desires to be like the desires of God, to align unto the desires of God if we delight in him. It is when we seek him first, his righteousness and his kingship in our lives so that our affections would change. 
when we embrace the spiritual things as more valuable than anything in this world, then we won't compete for these material things that the world is fighting about. Let us be heavily minded that the cravings for the things in this world would fade away. As Paul said in Colossians chapter 3, if you then are risen in Christ, seek those things that are in heaven. Set your affection on things above and not on things on earth. So the problem or the issue is on what are our affections? What are our desires? It all stemmed up and is rooted on our desires. If we desire material things, we will compete with the rest of the world. And that's why it will it will prompt us to compete and to be like the world and we will not be contented and we will be like competing with, with the world which is not the pursuit of the Christian. The pursuit of the Christian is to please the Lord in everything. As John Piper said, the Lord is the most glorified if we are the most satisfied in Christ or in Him. May this will be our pursuit in life. Let it be that we will not be marked by by the Lord as one among the world who is pursuing the, the things that doesn't matter before him. Worldly things. And that would be a waste of our lives. Let us pray. Father, thank you that you have reminded us today of the importance of watching our desires. Our hearts, Lord, because out of it are the issues of life. Help us to value only on what you value. Help us only to embrace the things that is that would last for eternity. Help us not to entangle ourselves in the affairs of this world. That we will miss the whole point of why we serve you. It is because, Lord, these things that you have promised in the world or promised in, in your word is more important. They are more important than what we see in the world. So help us, Lord, to really check our hearts that we will not be sidetracked, but will continue to develop our affections to the things of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.